You're listening to Gospel-Centered Rest, a podcast by Grace Bible Church in Cambridge, Ontario, dealing with topics of life and theology, and how Christ's promise of rest for the weary and heavy laden gives us strength for today and hope for tomorrow. Uh, We're just so glad that we have this opportunity in the midst of everything that's going on uh, around our world today to still stay connected in uh, one way or another. Um, And what we want to do right now is just to take a few moments and just discuss the idea of what has not changed in the midst of all of this change, really in the midst of any kind of change that we might face in life. I mean, there's been so much change this past week, David. Mm -hmm. Um, You just look around the world. Uh, things have changed here in Canada, things have changed in our town, things have changed on the other side of the world. And I was actually just making the comment the other day to somebody that uh, it's like the one cause that it seems like the whole world is uh, coming together in some sense to fight and to go against. Uh, But we have an even better answer to a lot of the things that that, that are happening. Um, All of this has been impacted in some way, whether it's our jobs, uh, our schools, uh, childcare, or various activities. We've got concerns that are floating around about health, about parents, children, finances, or just even the sense of loneliness of being isolated from the world and from our mm-hmm. communities. And probably two of the main areas that people struggle with, with this kind of change spiritually, is their view of God. Mm-hmm. Where is God in all this? Who is God in all this? Yeah. How do we move forward, not just looking down the road, but how do we function today uh, with those and wrestle with those kinds of questions? Yeah. I think it, it is true that that becomes a big question because I think what can happen is we can think that God uh, responds very much like we respond. It, it is an amazing comfort to know that God does not change. Uh, Our circumstances change, um, the world changes, uh, like we've seen just just in a matter of a week, uh, we're here with mics Mm -hmm. and uh, with Jothan and Doug helping us out with uh, some of the, allowing us to get across a message Mm -hmm. um, and and try to stay connected as a church, Uh, but to know that God, uh, God's love, God's care, and um, God's faithfulness is just, he just never changes. And it might seem something like, like that's just really simple. Um, for example, I think of uh, the book of Job and how much changed in Job's life. Uh, striking that in, in, in a matter of hours, uh, his, uh, his possessions were taken, um, his children's lives were taken, his marriage was difficult. Uh, and then uh, a while later, his, his body began to be eaten away by, um, you know, the, um, what God had sent on him. And yet it's in that dark moment that we receive some of the most precious passages in Scripture. Mm-hmm. For Job to, to say in the midst of a very difficult conversation and all this change and wondering where God is, God basically, he confesses that God doesn't change. Um, God's love is still on him in one of the in, um, in one of the amazing passages that he speaks in Job 19. But I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the end he will stand on the dust. That is, 
that is an amazing statement to think that he could confess that his Redeemer lives uh, and he would be rescued because of the faithful love of God. Yeah, and I'm, I'm uh, just reminded of what you've been talking about even as we've been taking that journey through the book of Mark uh, in our Sunday morning services and how everything that happened to Jesus, he seemed to... Um, he seemed to care even more for those around him. He seemed to, you know, really care about his disciples. And we were just, uh, just the other week, we walked through the whole Garden of Gethsemane and uh, just that whole picture there. So how, how, how do we see that even in the midst of all this as well? Yeah, yeah the love of Jesus never changed for his disciples. Mm-hmm. But it seemed the darker things got for Jesus, interestingly, the more clear his love and his care became for the disciples. So in the, in the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, we read that the disciples were tired. They, they weren't praying. They weren't staying up. But Jesus came and found them three times. Uh, and this is while he was pouring out his heart to God and saying, you know, like, if, you know, if, if it doesn't have to be this way, God, um, can it be changed? But not my will, your will be done. Mm-hmm. And in that heavy burden, his love for his uh, people uh, remained the same. I, I think of, uh, you know, maybe a, a less well-known book in uh, the Old Testament, Lamentations. And it's a time when uh, it's almost like this eyewitness account of the destruction of the people of God. Babylon comes in and just destroys them. And it's, 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 it's just a difficult time. And again, so much would be changing in the life of the Israelites at that time. And uh, we read in Lamentations 3:18 through 24, then I thought, my future is lost as well as my hope from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can identify with that at a certain uh, level, certain times of life. Our future is destroyed, and uh, we're, we're not sure how this is all going to work out. He goes on to say, remember my affliction and my homelessness, the wormwood and the poison. I continually remember them and have become depressed. Yet I call this to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish, for his mercies never end. It's an amazing statement from Lamentations. Because of God's faithful love, we will not perish. And so I think in the challenges that we're going through um, and an encouragement, we sometimes wonder, you know, where is God or, or what is God doing? God hasn't changed. He's faithful in his love. He's faithful in his care, and he's faithful uh, in, our, in our personal uh, circumstances as well as our, our national circumstances. For sure. You know, and, um, and I, I can't help but think, though, that sometimes that, that that whole theological concept, when you're in midst of circumstances like this, that concept can feel distant um, and almost like we're not experiencing it. Uh, how can we find rest in that truth in the midst of all of this change? Yeah, it's a good question. I think as well that we can uh, question God's faithfulness. But the other um, difficulty sometimes when we go through times like this is not just uh, God's faithfulness, but our faith. It may sound strange, but... uh, when we go through difficult times, it, we almost begin to examine our faith more than God's faithfulness. I'll give you an example. And, and by the way, like I love the stories 
um, that are the stories tell us so much because they're they're everyday uh, life being lived out, often in very difficult circumstances. Mm. Um, and you know, just one of the great stories. Uh, you know, boys and girls, you'll you'll love this, uh, and you may remember David and Goliath. So David is uh, used to spending his time around sheep, and uh, and once in a while a bear or a lion would show up. And then when we read about uh, David and Goliath, he's no longer surrounded by sheep, but he's, he's surrounded by, first of all, a lethargic army who isn't going to stand up to Goliath, and then a vicious army on the other side, the Philistines. And then he's standing before Goliath. Mm. I mean, this is a massive man. And, uh, and what's interesting is at this time, he's not examining his, his faith. Uh, he's not questioning whether he has strong or uh, faith at this time, so today's a good day to meet with Goliath. Um, that's not what we read in Scripture. Uh, I'll just read a, a portion of uh, what David said to Goliath um, after Goliath says to him, like, come here and I'll give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts. This is what David said. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with a sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of armies. Mm. I mean, not just the Lord, but the Lord of armies. Uh, This is not not your battle, Goliath. And then he says this uh, a little later on. Um, He says, And this whole assembly will know that it is not by sword or by spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's. He will hand you over to us. So what David is, is not doing is he's not examining whether he has strong faith or weak faith. Uh, his focus of faith is God. He's talking at that point about how God, how great God is. Yeah, and we, if you think about it, we try to prove to others and to God that we are strong enough yeah. um, in times as well, yeah. right? The, the, the being able to focus on God, mm-hmm. see... We will, we will question our faith. I think a big struggle um, at this time is we say, well, so much has changed, and my faith isn't able to meet the demands of all the change. Um, but then you read the story of David and so many other stories where you understand that they weren't examining their faith. They were examining God. heard this story this past week of a, of a young uh, woman uh, someone was working, this is a co-worker of someone, a young woman, and um, she's living with her boyfriend. They have a daughter. Both of them aren't doing well financially. Mm. Um, and, and so much is impacting them at this time. Uh, so, so, so what would you say to them? Or I heard someone else say, uh, you know, my, I, I just have a heavy heart today. Mm. And, and, and maybe... You know, you walk around with a heavy heart, some of the economic implications or personal implications or even faith implications. And we do. We stand before God and we say, God, I just have to have strong faith. And the story of David tells us we just need to know that we have a strong God because our strong God does not change. Um, He is faithful. God's love uh, hasn't changed for his people. Uh, God's care hasn't changed for his people. Uh, so rather than focusing on our faith, we focus on the object of our faith, which is Jesus. And, you know, Lord willing, this Sunday morning we'll have an opportunity to once again hear from the book of Mark and, and just read of his great love. And if Christ loved us on the cross, hmm. um, 
he will love us now and he will love us uh, forever. So it's not that we have to be a super Christian. Um, God meets us where we're at. And then just one final thought. Uh, If God meets us where we're at, like you can imagine that, that young family, financial struggles, or that person whose heart is just heavy. Uh, we can meet, um, we, we can deal honestly with where we're at. We don't, we don't have to pretend everything's good. We don't have to pretend that every moment of our life is fantastic. We can take our weakness to God and we can say, God, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this or I'm so mad, or I'm, it's, it's just way so heavy. Um, but God, I give you my weakness because it's not my faith that saves me. Um, it's you. And so I, I look to you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, as we wrap up our time here, uh, David, do you have any final thoughts that uh, would be yeah. good for us to think about? I think I think two two thoughts. Uh, first of all, one of the things we want to do is include in the email that we'll send out uh, with this video a, a few resources um, as to how we can keep our thoughts on God. And first of all, it's just um, you know just just being able to spend time with God uh, and, and reading through Scripture. Now, sometimes people will ask how, and so we want to reference a a book. Um, that that is a devo- it's actually an ex- extension of what we're doing from Sunday school, but it's a, a children's devotional that uh, you can read through with your children. And, and um, what you're doing is you're patterning what we talked about. What they're doing is we're patterning what they we talked about in terms of we just want to keep our children's eyes on God. And then uh, there's there's a good devotional by Trip. His mercies are new every morning. I think it's called. Uh, and you know. Um, singles or parents might want to pick that up and, and just remind their children that his mercies are new every morning. And then as well, there's a book that's called Assured that we'll wrestle with. And, and this comes out of last week's message where we said that God will never abandon us. And I think it's amazing in God's providence that we're talking about that because um, God will never abandon us. But this book, Assured, um, is a good teaching tool and it's it's basic. It's It's for anybody. Um, but it is profoundly uh, um, important at this time to know that we can have assurance in, in the goodness of God. And if that takes place, um, where we continue to, uh, to know God in that way, so God's faithfulness and, and focus on God, the object of our faith, then what that allows us to do is it allows us to freely love others. And it allows us to be, to be good citizens and and not waste this time being able to say to others, you know, it's, it is tough, mm-hmm. um, but, but, you know, our God's faithful and, and he does care for us and meet us where we're at. That's good because I find sometimes when we're in these uncertain uh, difficulties of life, one of the first things that goes is uh, just our, our devotion time or our time with the Lord or yeah. um, just uh, taking the time to make sure that that remains a focus and a vital part of our life in the coming days is yeah. so important. So it's good. Wonderful. Why don't we uh, close in a word of prayer? We thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, we're hoping to put out more of these kinds of things uh, as, the, as the weeks progress, as the days progress. Um, and uh, we look forward to just resting assured in God's goodness and his grace uh, for us at this time. So let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your care 
And Lord, so much for your comfort. And Lord, we are faced with a situation around the world right now that that can be unsettling but lord we know that you are not unsettling you are a uh, a god of truth you are consistent in your character we can trust your character your word says that we're to trust you with all of our heart and you will lead us in the way that we should go and father uh, we are just resting and trusting in your truth in these days. God, we thank you that you have not abandoned us. But Lord, you are right here with us. You are walking side by side with us. We thank you for the example of Jesus and how he continued to care for people, even up to the point of the cross, Lord. He continued to, to uh, reach out to others, to show his, his love and comfort for others. And Father, He is doing so today in our own lives. But Lord, that's also an example for us to follow as well. As we're in uncertain times to be loving others and loving them well. God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for the gospel. We pray this in Jesus' holy, perfect, and precious name. Amen.